And I'll take with me the memories To be my sunshine after the rain It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday And I'll Welcome to Sports Focus Recap. Man, I am I the biggest Boys <laughs> to Men fan. I like, know. It's that sad, is uh, crazy. Because I love that song. And I do. It gives always, you a little, it's always a different meaning every time you hear it, too. Exactly. Because, you know, it's one of those things where... It's that you, iconic... Uh, and you could play it. We Miss You song kind of thing. I Miss You. You can also play it kind of just when you're leaving, like, graduation. They play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so it has like different a tenure re- retrospective, things like that, you know. Well, welcome. This is Sports Focus Recap. My name is Preacher. It's a name that I title, and that's DK the Heckler in the house. How well, are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Super good. Bowl weekend. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. talk about that. But I wanted to do a small, small little tribute today, as we all know in the news. Uh, you can't miss it because of social media and stuff. And I just wanted to do a small little Kobe Bryant tribute and talk about some of the his accomplishments, and some of the things he do. And I also want to do a different twist on most things and talk a little bit about his achievement as a player. I know DK's a Lakers fan, so I'm, I want to get his perspective yeah. in depth about that. But I also want to give a little bit of shout-out. Not shout-out, that's the wrong word, oh, my God. Recognition. And recognition <laughs> to the, the rest of the victims as well. I'm going to be doing something I normally don't do, but there's a little bio of, written up about all nine victims and i'm just gonna spend a little bit of time reading today so we just wanted to do that and i just feel you know uh as the news come and as somebody who 
you know, as we talk about this and start to talk about the, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, it, it seems weird because, you know, even as somebody like myself who's not a Lakers fan, but we I was a Kobe fan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's funny that you say that because, like, uh, you know, as everyone knows, that Peter's a Spurs fan. Right. And, like, I'm not a Spurs fan, but, like, I'm a fan of Tim Duncan because, yeah, yeah. like, you know, he's, he's like Kobe. He does it right. He's, a, he's one of the greats. He redefined a certain position, you know, during a decade where, decade plus where, you know, you needed superstars like that to fill the void. So, and like, and I in a lot that, of ways, you know? like, I'm a LeBron fan, even though I wasn't a Cleveland Lakers fan. But Kobe Bryant was one of those people. And uh, I'm going to, I'm gonna, like I say, do a lot of reading today. So we, we got time. We're going to take a little bit of time and talk about his legacy uh, on the basketball as well. But somebody, as, uh, as I've done research, and, you know, his death made me do a lot of things. And one of the things that I really appreciated about this man and let's go ahead and, and and not disrespect and bring up the negative. I've already, I saw so many people still talking about you know, the I, negatives and stuff. I just I was think gonna, it's disrespectful. I was gonna, I was gonna wait till you were done with what you were gonna <laughs> say, and then I was gonna actually bring up that, not not to chastise the people that are bringing it up, but, right? But like, you, you know, I, I want to say like, should we forget about it? Absolutely not. Because because it is a heinous act and there are vic- there was a victim involved right um, but I th- I'm, so so from both sides of this right yeah should we forget about it and sweep it under the rug and treat Kobe as if he's a hero and some sort of like this demi- demigod type of perfect person absolutely not that's not the point of, of that but at the same time I, it, like the man just died right I feel with his uh, daughter I'm, and a bunch I'm of other really people. I feel like there's a time and a place to bring up all his past. Right. But, like, so here's the thing. Had he, had had this been coming from, say, like, non-basketball people, you know what I mean? Like, just random people on the streets being like, oh, what a great father Kobe was. And, like, he did such a good thing that you, we should forget about all that. I get the vitro, man. But, like, a great basketball player died, so the basketball fans are glorifying his legacy on the court. Correct. Are we forgetting his off the court things? No. Well, so here's like, why I've always you know, had like, the debate. I guess we could we have plenty of time so we can get into it just a little bit. But I'll, I'll that's I'll, what our show is, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I often think that is really weird how we uh, we glorify athletes to the point of of like deification, yeah. exactly, and and for, failing to forget, you know, some of the things. Human. You know, yeah, they're human. There you go. You just took the words out of my mouth. And yeah. So we are human, and his. I put all his transgressions with his wife, his family, and the victim. Uh, let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and talk about some of his achievements. Most valuable player in 2008, NBA's Finals Most Valuable Player Award in 2010, 2009, All NBA Team 2013, 2012, 2011, All Defensive Team 2009, 2010, 2011, Most Valuable Player, Rookie Team Best NBA ESPY Award, which I like, is uh, 2008, 2003, Academy Award for Best Short Film, and I actually, uh, I actually watched it. I watched it, it yesterday. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> like if you didn't tell, like, like if you didn't know Kobe was a basketball player, right? I'd be like. Dang! Yeah, I, is I, he an animator? I like, googled it and watched it yesterday. It was, it was pretty good. I, I really and you really, know the Oscars—they don't care whether you're a basketball player or not. They—they right. they just giving it for you know. I enjoyed it very much. Nation's boy, high school boy, player of the year, BT award, sportsman of the year, SB icon award, Under Armour unbelievable performance award. The man had five titles, three MVP, MVPs, did it his way. And the one thing that I really enjoy 
And this is the message, and I wanted to go ahead and get the basketball stuff out the way first. So I would maybe like to hear what Kobe kind of meant to you as a Lakers fan. For me, it's kind of real simple. I, I enjoy, um, not real simple. <laughs> no, I know. The man, I can, I'm laughing because I'm like, man, people are going to like not not particularly like exactly what I'm going to go with my, my, my Kobe dome. Like, they'll like it. They'll like it. We've changed the fine. format of this show. We could talk how we want to talk now. <laughs> um, for me, I, the, the reason I like, we, we fail to forget what a, a great mind this man was. He spoke three <laughs> different languages. Yeah. He was very intelligent, very smart, did all these things outside of basketball and basketball. And the one thing that I, I've been reading and doing a lot of research since his death on the weekend is I've noticed uh, somebody in LeBron James is like this, Dwayne Wade was like this, all this. Uh, sometimes you get athletes who are just physically dominant. And yeah. you know, like a Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and that was LeBron physically dominant. Well, LeBron is in the co in the different conversation. Yeah. What I want to say, uh, LeBron is in the Kobe, is in the Wade. As, like Shaquille O'Neal didn't have to work hard to be great. He no. was just guy yeah. given a uh, ability. Could you imagine if he that's what Kobe 100%? said? <laughs> that'd be ugh, that's but scary. like the Kobe so Bryant's and even the LeBron Jameses of the world, they do this thing that I I really enjoy. They have God given ability from birth, but they worked hard harder than anybody. Where Michael Jordan was in, in this in this niche. And, and you know why I think that is? It's so that. They can be the a hole that they are, like because because I used to see this all the time, like because you know like I I manage and stuff and like I always tell my customers if I don't do these certain things then I can't expect my employees to do these certain things or or you know at the expectation of that. So if you're Michael, you're Kobe, you're LeBron, you know you're you're these like swing swing guard alpha male like iconic people, you almost have to be the hardest worker. So that when you turn to your teammate who's not as a hard worker as you and be like, hey, you're not working as hard, they can't look at you and be like, well, what about you? Because right. you're working like 10 times as hard as that guy. And you know? these guys, uh, you know, uh, I read Kobe's routine every day. He was up. He only was functioning uh, on five or less hours of sleep a day. He would get mm -hmm. up at 4.30 in the morning and work I think, out. And I think it's because he read somewhere that scientifically all you, you need, need is four to, five, four to five All you need, that's all you need. Right. Well, yeah. adults, let's not have kids oh, out there. Yeah. Get your adult, eight hours if you're a that's kid. That's adult. And LeBron is the same way, and these guys worked on their diet. Even, like, Conor McGregor came out the uh, before his last fight, and he was talking about how he, he had to change his diet. He spends okay. millions. First of all, though, before we continue, everyone out there, before you start, to try to sleep four to five hours a, 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 a <laughs> okay, night. Okay, we should say right? that. <laughs> you understand this, what, we, what Preacher just said. They change, they eat and train Correct. and live a life right. where the four to five hours of sleep yeah. It revitalizes them, and and they don't. That's all they need. That's a good point. They don't. They don't Thank take, you for they doing don't take that. the shots that you, we, we and all you guys out reckless. there take beers. And <laughs> what, you know, they don't smoke cigarettes. Like right. none, of, none of that. None yeah. of that. And Hyperbolic the, chambers yeah. and like in yoga, Ice dance, you know what I'm saying? Like baths. they they live that life. That's so, thank you for doing that. We don't want to be reckless. <laughs> you can't just all of a sudden be like four to five hours. I'm good, you know. Like and so in 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 the mix of our conversations, I just want to go ahead and read a couple of bios. I'm gonna start out with Kobe. Kobe Bryant was 41 years old. Kobe Bryant was an NBA MVP and had 20 year career with the Lakers and begun when he was 18. He had a 19 year old marriage. With his wife Vanessa and a father of four daughters, including 13-year-old Gianna, who died amongst the Sunday morning. By the end of his basketball career, all it, it spent with the Lakers. Bryant was a five-time champion, two-time Olympic gold medal, 
with the U.S. team at 18 time all-star he ranked fourth among the nba all-time scoring list over a weekend he was surpassed for third place on his list by the lakers with star lebron james i uh, just uh before we continue want to go ahead gianna bryant 13 was quick to remind people that her father who was the son of a professional basketball player didn't need a son of his own <laughs> to continue the yeah. family basketball I legacy heard, i heard about this brian had four daughters gianna something else on the basketball court and she was attempting or was planning on going to UConn and later wanted to be in the WNBA. Hey, hey, think about that. Think right. about, think about what, what Preacher just said. She was contemplating at 13 <laughs> going to UConn. Let that sink in for you guys out there, right. how good she was. Yeah, she was uh, pretty legit. And then the, a lot of the quotes, and, and like I said, as we talk about this throughout the day a lot of the quotes we got from her is kobe actually and i respect this didn't pressure his daughters she wanted he kept telling uh, in the interviews that i saw he kept telling her reminding him she wanted to do this yeah yeah and then did you hear the interview with uh i think it was either jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon no no so like he's in public all the time with gianna you know because he she plays ball and fans always come up to him and be like, dude, you need a son so that, like, you can, like, your legacy can live on. And Kobe, like, kind of laughs and chuckles and goes, and that's when, like, Gianna takes up and goes, no, 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 I got this. Right. And, and I was like, dude, that's the Kobe yeah. swagger, right? And that's I, the mama mentality. That, that's the shame. And you know? UConn gave her a little tribute even though she wasn't on a team. They put some flowers in her jersey on there. But this is some of the other things as we talk about them. I'm going to go dude, that over means, other That victims. means that UConn was in the, happening. In, the, in the weeds already at age oh, 13. She, she, they, she, they're she watching her grow from AAU. Right. Oh, and then, dude. And then so Kobe had decided to take um, uh, and I'm going to continue just a little bit on, on basketball, had decided to take after his career he wanted to really have a vital role in women's sports especially when he has that and i love and i love and, and as we go through each one of these deaths today just i want to Ka- take lessons Karma taught him, like, like going back to what we were talking about earlier on this about the his whole uh when he was younger and the case and like how you know it panned out and like how people bring it up now like you know what people forget about what the outcome of that is Whatever happened, because we weren't there, the, the case said this, that, and the other. I mean, we, you know, there, it's whatever. But what came out of it was he matured as a man. He, then he had a daughter, and then he became more mature. Like, like the, the negative instance in his life early on in his life, I think, caused the later on in his life to have more respect for women, the women's game, and just the whole entity that is the misogyny of the United States. And... If anything, it made him open up his eyes to see what was wrong with what was going on. And he definitely worked, like, decades after that incident to make himself a better person and try to make that better for his daughters. You know what I mean? Well, I, I like to— I, And I feel know, like Karma would say that it, it, it worked out because he gave him four daughters. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if, you, if that's not the universe being like, hey, dude— Here's your lesson. Like, well, I, I, don't I, know. I really researched just, this too, know. and we still and this, this is the kind of stuff that 
I, I'm, a, I'm I a little borderline. We, da- we dance around this all, this, yeah, these topics all the, the time. This you know? gentleman actually was accused. It was settled out of court. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone in, in parties. So I, I hate that the media and, and that And he has this apology of, that we all look uh, at. And, and it's like, like. But we automatically assume he must have did it because they settled out of court. We mm-hmm. don't know all the mm-hmm. details. And I try not to go there with that. But what I do want to say. I just want to say he, I think he grew from that incident. Is what I I'm agree. Saying. And just the importance and I don't want to let his legacy in this regard live down the importance that he was starting to build in regards to women's sports. So I, I want, as yeah, I the read Mamba the rest Academy of, and all the, that. Exactly. And so, uh, and I believe that's the, some of the things that we can actually take away from him and just being able to uh, focus on some of the good things. Now, I am going to briefly, real quick, and I'll just get these not out the way, but I'll read, I'm going to read you three more little small bios. Uh, real quick, and then we can go from there. And uh, but I, I do want to take just about five. It'll take me about five minutes to probably get through all these because as much as Kobe Bryant was a renowned um, icon in basketball, to some people keep saying a hero, and it has kind of like a, a weird dynamic to it. I, like I said, I wasn't a Lakers fan, but I just want to give, and I don't see enough of this, and I wanted to make sure that we as a show focus that there was some other victims can, can here I too. can I talk on that point too sure okay so I saw a lot of things online on social media uh, everything where people were just complaining well you know typical media we're, we only we only celebrate the lives of celebrities there were there was other people on board we got this backwards is that's not what happened right TMZ reported it his wife learned about his death through TMZ. How heartbreaking is that? That's true. Only reason why that happened was he was a celebrity and no one else, right? So, like, everybody else, they respected their rights for the coroner to come find them, identify them, officially be like, this is who they are, notify the next of kin, their family, everything involved, and then they reported their names I to Actually, the I'm glad you brought that up. You know up. what I'm saying? Um, they I'm, respected that. I'm actually glad you brought that up because even when you heard the sheriff, the L.A. sheriff's um, yeah. uh, statement, he was a little bit— uh, A little perturbed by TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, how— how, how awful was, is how that? How would to, you like to yeah. know? Right, exactly. And so, he, you know, we need to stop yeah, yeah. flipping this as if it's like, I the, compl- like the, com- the media being all you know celebratory about Kobe Bryant because he's a celebrity and ignoring these people because oh they're nobody. Right. No, and that is a valid point. I'm glad you really brought that up because even the the chief of in L.A. and the sheriff they were really upset that this was leaked because they hadn't even identified the victims yet. And and he said, "How would you like to?" feel yeah. uh, how would you like to know That's, that your awful. loved one died from an article or a tmz tweet you know what i'm saying this is the kind of stuff that we have to really focus on when it comes to even social media i, I want to go ahead and apologize if i'm not saying these people's name wrong but john at a to, at tobelli was 56 carrie out of belly 46 and Alyssa out of belly was 13 and the the Alabelli wife and Carrie were 
on board the helicopter with their daughter, Alyssa, who played in the same club team as Gianna Bryant. They were the longest tenured basketball coach in Orange Coast College history. He guided the Pirates to four California State Community College championships and more than 700 victories in his 27-year-old school. So this guy, like I didn't personally know him, but I have a lot of friends on my Facebook feed that live in Southern California mm-hmm. that have their that have uh, either baseball careers or their kids uh, played baseball throughout uh, their their lives, and they knew this man, and uh, it's a very sad day in Southern California in general, because a lot of these people had very active roles in their community. They basically helped their community with all the things and you know made sure the kids. You know, played, were safe, did all the things. So it, it's it's a sad day indeed for all these families and the communities that they belong to, especially these two and I believe the other two. Like the, it, it was a, it's a huge impact. And what I will say to you, and as much as we uh, are heartbroken about Kobe Bryant and his daughter, uh, I read this article. These this family uh, lost a mom. A, 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 a mom, a dad, and a sister. Yeah. They have two other babies, yeah. two other kids Craziness. who also lost a lot. And that's why I wanted a little it's bit just... of focus on just not Kobe, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got two, there's two children out there who lost their sister, their mom, and their dad as well. I'm just going to take a small break. We're con- going to continue our conversation. I got about three more reads. <laughs> Designed in 1885, the historic Woodland Opera House. It's one of four 19th century opera houses still operating in California. I didn't know that. That's wow. a pretty good That's a good stat. stat. The resident theater group presents dramas, comedians, and mu- musicals year-round. The opera house also hosts Young People's Theater program and a variety of dance and drama classes for all ages. For more information, call 530-666-9617 or visit woodlandoperahouse.org. The Woodland Hop- Opera House does a great job. I actually check out a couple of their shows Every year they got Sister Act, which is in its last weekend. And then they're going to have Of Mice and Men. The children's program right now is doing a Alice in Wonderland. I'm like on this. I'm on their website. So go ahead and check it out. By the way, those two uh, musical slash uh, plays, whatever they they might be, like they're classics. And the fact that they can do that, that's... That says a lot about the uh, the program there. I actually sure. like going to the Woodland performances better than the Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Christina Mauser was 38. Mauser was a top assistant coach at the Mamba School basketball team. Yeah. Her players include Gianna and Alyssa and Samantha. Another coach was a Mamba sports coach. She also led clinics for the WNBA players at, at their academy. Mauser was a mother of three. She was witty, technological savvy, and had a mind for defense basketball that Kobe immediately identified identified her husband matt mauser said today so i want to go ahead and remember we had another mother and a coach and a leader who was also in there yeah. and then uh finally it's the last last one here we i want to go ahead and the talk as the pilot ara zobayan was 50 when flight student karen kept heard that kobe bryant had passed a career he his heart smacked he knew that it was teacher ari zobayan was brian's private pilot uh zobian was a veteran pilot well preserved the technology weather pattern los angeles said and he was someone that all his students loved and i'm glad there's two more on here and last i'm sorry is uh sarah chester 45 and Peyton, and Peyton Chester, 13, mother and daughter Sarah and Peyton Chester were among the nine victims of the helicopter crash. The Chester family established their devastation 
Sarah and Peyton were the lights of the family, the statement said. Peyton had a smile and personality that would light up any room and a passion for the game of basketball. She found joy on the court and loved all her teammates and coaches. So once again, um, I just want to go ahead and uh, we want I wanted to talk about this tragedy. And, you know, as we talk about it uh, as somebody who. Uh, this weekend was a little emotional for me. I was at, at a memorial service on, on Saturday, and then this happened on Sunday. And I just, um, you know, a lot of times we ask ourselves, you know, why bad things happen. And I just feel like, you know, we can't explain that and we don't have the answers to it. But I want to go ahead and say, you know, it just tr- drives me to just take advantage and appreciate the things in my life that I have. Uh, you know, I lost my mother uh, pretty recent. And it's just, you know, we have to, like, you know, take full advantage. And I'm not talking about we have to sell everything and travel around the world <laughs> and we have to, like, do, do this, <laughs> this whatever you yeah, may think. But yeah. just appreciate the small things of the your friends and the family that are in your life now. Yeah. Appreciate, you know, the good things like music and food and all and, that good and, stuff as and well. And even if you're just in your, like... You know, just in your apartment by yourself, chilling. Like, appreciate the fact that you woke up today. You know what I mean? Like, or you have a roof over your head. Yeah, food to you eat know what I'm saying? Though, like, there's the people that go to bed every day and they don't wake up. You know what I mean? Um, back to the pilot. I mean, it's very sad, but at the same time, I feel like this pilot is a, a good example of kind of. Uh, Knowing the limitations of what is safe and unsafe, no matter who your clientele or uh, who you're working for. Right. Because, like, like, I don't don't know. Let me cut you off real quick. Because I've heard conflicting reports about pilot error versus not pilot error. So I just, I don't want to vilify this, I'm not saying he made an error. Okay, thank you. I'm saying he he crashed because the weather prevented him from seeing certain things. Okay. I'm not saying it was his fault. No, no, no. Okay, I don't want to go there. What I was going to go into is I want to say because it was Kobe Bryant he didn't want to let Kobe down. Right, I you know can what see I'm what saying? you're saying. He didn't right. want to turn around and be like, it's too foggy, guys. We're going to head back. You have to, like, delay and make a detour. And, you know, because, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe he's like this for all of his clientele. But something inside me says that if those nine people, if the other two people weren't Kobe and his daughter, if it was some other two people that were like a coach, like a dad and a, and a daughter, that halfway up or wherever it was he would have been like ladies and gentlemen it's too foggy for me to continue we'd have to climb it'd be unsafe or whatever whatever he would say we've turned i'm sorry but but i think the pressure of not letting kobe down maybe was like you know what i can get through this because i've done it before and you know what i'm sure he's gone through it 99 100 times it's just in a helicopter it doesn't uh it doesn't function like a plane you know what i mean like it's really dependent upon air pressure and, and all the things. You know, the, air, the helicopter could be working perfectly, and the pilot could be operating it perfectly. But if nature dictates that the helicopter's not in the air anymore, it won't be. You know what I mean? That's just how it, it functions. So I'm just I'm, I'm throwing that out. I'm not saying he did anything wrong. Absolutely not. He was doing his job. You know, like, you know, that. What I'm saying is I, the pressure to succeed uh, just kind of— it's what it is now, you know what I mean? Like, we, we see it all the time, in a, maybe in a lesser extent, where someone takes on, 
you know, in someone's daily life, you take on too many things onto your plate because you think you're gonna let everyone down. And in the end, it, it affects your own, you know, your health and well-being in a smaller scale. I, I think that's what I'm trying to say here in a, in, a, in a smaller scale is we should take we should take instances like these and and realize that you don't have to be perfect. You know, you right. don't ha- you don't have to you don't have to please everybody if in your mind you know that certain things. You know, I mean. Sure, he could have made it. Maybe, you know what? Maybe nine, like I said, maybe nine out of hundred times he does make it to where they're going, and it doesn't matter anymore. But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I, I don't. You know what? At this point, I, maybe I don't even know what I'm saying. I, 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 but what <laughs> I, I think uh, your reaction to is we all are just kind of at awe and like kind of don't know what happened and know what to do. Yeah. All I can say to you, and we'll take a small little break and we'll come back and talk a little bit of football. Is all I know and want to say is just appreciate all your loved ones out there. Appreciate yeah. what them, you have. Tell them that you love tell them. Tell them that you love them because we just this reconcile, life is not promised to reconcile us. Reconcile beef. You know what I'm saying? And I just my heart just goes out, uh, and I know that. If, anybody's death is 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 tough you know but when you have adults and children you know some i'm 41 years old and that's why kobe kind of uh this kind of hit me is kobe I'm, Bryant, I'm also 41, but we're, me yeah. and kobe are the same age yeah same here we're the same age and as much millions and everything that he has and you know i just i'm the same age as this man and i, and I just you know we just never know when it's going to be over. Do I have time to say one more thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have plenty of time, but I just didn't know if you were tired of no, this topic or I, not. You know, so I mean, I, I like any topic, so I'm <laughs> never going to... But this other thing. First, first, I want to say that the Kobe's death shocked me, but like like you just said, we're the same age, so right. I felt like almost like a, like a friend or brother died. We saw you his whole I mean? career, yeah, like yeah. from uh, high school to all. To, you know? to me, growing up, I was more rocked to my core when Magic announced he had HIV before we, before we knew HIV was survivable. You right. know what I mean? Because he was my hero. Second cure of H- uh, HIV and AIDS, by the way. They just came out with that. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, so that's awesome. The second person but, completely But cured. back in 93, 92, right. when he announced that, when I was like in seventh grade, like we were like, oh, he's going to die. And then that, that was like a really like heart-wrenching moment because you know, I, I grew up you know, watching it. But anyway, what I was going to say is back to the people out there Talking about why why we're talking more about Kobe than these other people, right? And my response is very simple. You're listening to the national media and national response. Out of those nine people, only Kobe has a like a hundred percent national uh, affiliation. So of course. People in Vermont or whoever are going to be more concerned about Kobe than the other seven I people. I feel like that. Uh, but no, I agree but, with you. I don't want to give those haters too much no, no, no. airplay. But <laughs> what everyone's forgetting, like the whole uh, the names being brought out thing, is if you look at your local media, your local social media, TV media, newsprint media, they're giving them exactly the same amount of coverage as Kobe Bryant. Because they're from these areas. They affected these areas like the way Kobe Bryant affected a national audience. Yeah, you I don't, see, you I'm, see what I'm, I'm saying? I'm done giving haters airplay. I know. I'm it's just, a tragedy. I, I did, feel like I I'm, I'm not disagreeing with I anything. Was, I was just waiting for today to say that, yeah. those two things, because I just feel like I've been. My my brain's been numbed with like I don't, the, the uh, ridiculousness of. I don't of, disagree with anything you say, but I also think this, man. I, 
you know we have to be PC. <laughs> but yeah. like, forget those people. Yeah. Shame yeah, on no. you. you. I know. know. Like, no, no, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Like, I'm just, man, I'm just telling. You. I'm just telling them that they're wrong. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and they are. So we'll take a small break once again. This is perspective. Sports focus recap. That's DK the Heckler. My name is Preacher, and this is KDRT LP 95.7, where the grassroots grow. We are here every single. Tuesday from 5 to 6, replay times are on Wednesday mornings at 8 o'clock. I actually get up and listen to the show just to hear if, if we sound all right. We're doing all right. You know? all right. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll take one more small break, and then we'll be back and talk a little bit of NFL for you guys. Yesterday we used to rock the show I laced the track, you locked the flow So far from hanging on the block of dough Notorious, they got to know that Life ain't always what it seemed to be Words can't express what you mean to me Even though you're gone, we still a team Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams In the future, can't wait to see If you open up the gates for me Reminisce sometime, the night they took my friend Try to black it out, but it plays again when it's real, feeling's hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half a breath. I know you're still living your Every life after death.
are back. This is Sports Focus Recap. My name is Preacher. That's DK the Heckler in the house. And this is KDRT LP 95.7, where the grassroots grow. KDRT is Airwaves on the lookout for excellent and unique new programming. If you have a fabulous idea for a show, be it the news, public affairs, or music related, we want to hear from you. We do. We provide the space, the tools, the training, and the airways. You come to learn, share, and collaborate with a vibrant community of radio broadcasters and listeners. For more information, contact kdrt.org. Drop us a line at kdrtinfo at kdrt.org. Once again, thank you for listening today. We got a Super Bowl. We do. <laughs> um, all this bad news. Yeah. First of all, before we get to the Super Bowl, did you watch the, uh, did you watch the, uh, what'd you call it? The, uh, what was the? Media Day? Me- me- meaningless. Uh, oh, the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl, yeah. Did you watch it? I mean, if you mean, was I working and it was on the TV, so I, I saw it on the TV? Yes. Did I watch it, like actively watch it? No. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl, but I watched the Dodgeball. And that was oh. pretty cool. Did, <laughs> I didn't. I, I forgot they had dodgeball. Yeah, they did dodgeball this year, and like Landry, the the Cleveland receiver, man, that dude put on the show. It came down to like, uh, at least Cleveland put on a show sometime, right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but um, he, the one thing I just got to tell us because it was super cool. Uh, it was like three against him left, and then so you know they all have balls. So he drops his ball. Uh, oh, playing defense. Okay, and he was like. I dare you to throw it at me. And so the strategy should be all three of y'all at throw it time. at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're out. But they decided. One at a cocky, time. One at a time. And he caught it. You know, when you. <laughs> yeah, and then you're out. Or, right. you bring, or bring it back in or something uh, like that. Yeah, I think. And then so he, with three to one left, he dared all three of them to throw the ball. And they all three threw it without him. And he's a. I was like, dude. The guy is a receiver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to throw three at the same time. One at the head, one at the torso, one at the leg. Right. See, we'll see what he does. Bye, bye. You know? Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So that was that was my highlight of the Pro Bowl right there. I don't even Pro know who won. Bowl. I don't know. I don't care. I didn't get to watch it this year. But we have a real game. You got any plans this uh, Sunday coming up? Uh, I plan on working for eight to ten hours. Okay. Day. make it, You think it's going to be busy? Is it busy? Uh, I mean, I I feel like Super Bowl is normally busy, no matter who plays. Well, but so normally but this year, because like in 2012, right, we were busy, and that was Niners well, was, and Ravens. Okay, and every year between that and this year, they've been busy, but not like I Niners are playing busy or Raiders are playing busy. Don't uh, want to. They throw parties as well. They, no, no, they do. Yeah. So it's not like crazy. It's not like picnic day or something like that. But it's it's like a very busy Sunday you know, so, for NFL uh, ticket type of thing. I can say this. Uh, normally, we don't like to talk about our private lives here. But I can say this because uh, Woodstock's Pizza is one of the sponsors and supporters of Davis Media Access. We have a lot of live concerts there. Uh, we also do some events. So DK is somebody that works there. So go ahead and visit him if you ain't got nowhere else to do. <laughs> yes, I will be there for eight, I will be there for eight to ten hours at the Super Bowl. And normally I wouldn't self promote any business. I'll be if, I'll be wearing uh, my uh, Montana jersey and uh, but they slinging help, refreshments. But they help support us, so I don't mind helping support them. Uh, for me, I'm probably going to go watch the first half down somewhere and then go to a private party, eat some sandwiches and stuff. So. Yeah, if it wasn't the Niners playing, normally I'd work until probably about halftime, and then I'd probably leave and go to some private Super Bowl party, but so I'm probably working till the end. get into the game. For those who don't know, because I have to, I didn't know this per se, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, the exact, the 
I know it's Sunday, February the 2nd, mm-hmm. but the game starts at 3.30 for yeah. all you people that's, who didn't know. I, I feel like that's, that's normal Super Bowl time. Is it? Yeah. I feel like it's one, you know, maybe. You know what, you know what, <laughs> it, it, it's gotten later. So yeah. it, it used to be around one thirty-two. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then about 10 years ago. I'm not ago, crazy here, And man. about 10 years ago, it was like 2, 2.30. And I want to say about five years ago, it was like 3, 3.30. Like, like they just guys keep getting later and later because they want the more prime time and you know, you know, commercial times and all so that. So I'll let's take our turns. I'm going you want to go first or you want me to go first? First on what? We're going to talk uh analyze both teams the best you can and make your uh, selection. Uh, I, I'll go first. I'll go all first. All right, make it happen like we see any surprise here. I, uh <laughs> I would say the Chiefs probably have the better offense. They have more explosive offense, but they don't have the better defense. Uh but it looks like to me, watching the watching the last couple of weeks, the Chiefs are susceptible to giving up the er, give, giving up early leads and having to work from behind to come back and win. Uh, the Niners, on the other hand, they have a great running game. Uh, apparently, they they run the ball with most motion in the league since like 1985 or something like that. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo, I believe, is underrated in the media and in the public just because he doesn't need to throw the ball because running game defense is better than the Chiefs. So, in my in my unbiased, not nervous opinion, I think the Niners get out to a 10-point lead early, and then the Chiefs kind of play with that 10-point lead back and forth. And in the end, the Niners win by three, four points, something like a 34-30 game, where the Chiefs just couldn't come back enough to overcome this one this time. All right, so I actually, you want to break it down? That was, that was really good and quick. We have a radio show, though, so you could have slowed down. <laughs> no, you could have slowed been... down. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I, right, I, I was waiting for you to go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's talk about the differences in the two teams. You got pretty much two different teams. You got a quarterback who can fling it with a lot of weapons on offense, uh, two four two forty receivers at one of the best uh both sides both teams have great tight ends you got one team that has a uh, in the Niners that has an outstanding run game and different scheme uh that one video did you see the Shannon had video where he knew the holding was coming I, I yeah. find that to be amazing yeah, it was... uh, <laughs> he told the ref hey uh this next play he's gonna he's he's gonna hold him and he's not gonna let our our tight end out and sure enough it happened I find that to be yeah like that's, very that's, amazing the, the the eyes and the things that they see, but we got Patrick Mahomes on one side who's pretty much as legit as it gets uh, with weapons. A younger Russell are, Wilson. I, I, I think he, a younger Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Ooh. You know, uh, I think. His, I mean, Russell Wilson still can, is accurate. Uh, Russell enough. Wilson's that's a, that's a better, more of you know a Tom Brady. That, that's a better Tom comparison. Brady type I, of I agree. That's a better comparison. A younger, younger Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so a more gunslinger. I think I look at Russell Wilson as more of a Tom Brady manager who can Russell also Wilson make plays. Because Russell Wilson is a little more buttoned down, less of a gunslinger. Yeah. He takes less chances. Right. That, Fair and, enough. And, and, and Mahomes so. is like, oh, you're open for a second. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, gonna gunsling exactly. 50 yards down yeah. the field and hopefully and then you get got the, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not, who has not been asked to do a lot because he hasn't had to do a lot. You also got one side of the ball who's consistently uh, can have firepower and you got but not great defense whereas on the other side of the ball you have a team that's consistent uh, not a lot of points consistent in scoring points but with a great defense and therefore I think these two styles are going to combat 
Styles make fights, right? I think that it's going to be a really good game. I, I sometimes I, agree. I, I agree. think it's going. Uh, sometimes you get really nervous, especially when New England is playing in any type of game. And you're like, mm, the, the, when's it going to be blown out? When's it going to be blown out? Or yeah. when? It, or sometimes it's too close. The last two Super Bowls will come down to last possessions. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then uh, New England had both of them. So. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they failed in one. They got they the got, other one. Exactly. Oh, but it was Jeez. yeah. So. They they failed in one, got in one. There you go. <laughs> That's kind of weird if you think about it. But I actually Patriots. am not. I'm expecting more of a high scoring game than you may think. Last um, team to have possession might win the game, kind of thing. Nah. No. Uh, I'll know at the half who's gonna win, but I can predict the winner. And this is because maybe some of my bias sneaking in. I always <laughs> believe uh, I'm going with the Niners. I'm going with the Niners. You did and tell I'm, me that uh, off air. Yeah, and the reason why is because I still, in a flawed new NFL system, with all this high scoring, I still really believe defense that defense wins championships. Yes, as a former DB, as of I, I, mean, I believe. Ask uh, the Rams I last believe, year. I'm worried. I think that I am worried that Kansas City can is going to score, but I do, and I agree with you. Some some teams can come back. When they're behind, Kansas City has proven that, but they haven't proven it consistently against a defense like this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The teams that that they came back on are either one dimensional, right. like the Titans, or even basically no defense. Like even the when they came back against the Texans, you needed uh, Watson to be able to perform at like such a high level that it was like almost like you know. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have a running game. Just be like, we're just gonna run the ball now. Right. Like you know. What are you going to do when we when we eat up eight minutes of the clock? You know? Exactly. I do think that, uh, and this is why I say that I would be a little hesitant at halftime. I don't believe, and this is the reason, I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't believe if, if the Niners get down by two touchdowns early that they have the, 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 the ability with Jimmy G to come back from that, though. So I believe that their defense is going to do the job of maintaining a one-score position possession game until the fourth. And I believe what Shanahan is doing on offense. And I want everybody to go and do some research on some of the schematics and do your homework like I've done about what Shanahan's doing to the offense. He's literally changing the way linemen line up. Mm -hmm. He's changing and he's spreading them to a way. The man is doing stuff. They're not just out there like willy-nilly guessing. This man has brought in, and, and and I have to admit my wrong here on this level, because <laughs> I was old. Not that the Niners won. That's a surprise to everybody, even Niners fans. But I have to admit that analytics is making an impact in the new in NFL. In a good way. In a good way. Because it used guy, to be kind of like, what do we do all this information, you know? like Right. Right, and so what they're doing is they're they're bringing in people. They're um, he's spreading the ball out. He's running plays that, and he's taking his time. Like you know, he's not really the big shot play, but I, I, like we talked a little bit last week, he told him what he was gonna do. Yep. He said we're gonna run the ball until we don't until we until can't, we can't until, run. until you make us pass it. Exactly, and I'm like, okay. And, and I, like, That's first, bold. I thought it was a little strategy. I thought that there's no way they're gonna play run action. The ball. And they, they, yeah. <laughs> third and eight, that draw. I was like, oh, oh, third and eight. You're not gonna pass it. Okay, okay. 
You literally are like, we're averaging eight, like five, six uh, yards per carry. Why throw it? And so I do think the Niners are going to win. I'm expecting uh, a good game. I um, <laughs> so my my brother called me yesterday. He's like, man, when you, you I know you don't like the Niners. And I was like, you know what, man? I actually because I've worked in the industry and there's so many Niners fans. <laughs> we've we've or, we've wore you down. No, no, no. I just feel sometimes you haven't worn me down. <laughs> you better check yourself. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't even know. I don't even know if you can be worn down. But I don't even for know. the greater good of the community of Davis, California, the Niners must win this game. You, you can you can <laughs> say that you want your friends to be happy. You can say you can just say that. There you go. There's so many people I know that are Niners fans. Like 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 I'll, I'll Use an example. In 2010, when the Giants won their first World Series in San Francisco, at that point, I lived in Davis for 12 years or something, and th- like 12 or 13 years. And by that point, I have so many friends that are Giants fr- fans that I genuinely, like, I didn't want them to win, but when they did, I genuinely just felt happy for my friends because they were facing a team that I didn't really care in that, you know, either the, was it the, the the Tigers or the Rangers or something. And I was like, you know what? I don't necessarily want them to win, but I'd rather want them to win than, than say, the American League team so my friends could feel happy. So if that's what you're feeling, I, that's totally legit. Well, I don't uh, – I wouldn't go that far as, like, <laughs> I, I wish – Kindness and happiness to them. I just don't wish anarchy and madness uh, if they lose. We're saying, we're saying the same thing. No, we are. We're not. saying the same because I don't think that all those. Uh, we're saying I think the they'll be hateful thing. and spiteful and drunk and they're out of control. Same. I don't want to see the madness. I want to see go ahead and be happy and leave people alone. And spend think, a lot of money to think, your bartenders. I think, and think we're saying the same thing. Restaurants. I guarantee I'll, I'll, we're I'll not. I'll agree that last part. Spend a lot of money in restaurants <laughs> to your bartenders. You know, so that is our sports. Uh, so it should be a good game. I think that for the most part. Here's uh, the real important question. What's that? Do you think the commercials are going to be good for the first time in four years? That is an important question. Because it's been garbage oh, like, last we four years. We got about three minutes. We could talk about uh, the commercials. G-A-R-A. And you know what? I, I'll bring Oops, up. Uh, G-A-R-B-A-G. I was like, what I'll bring up is what I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. since you got me thinking about commercials, which okay. I, I don't think are going to be that good. They've been horrible no, the last no. couple of years. It's who got... You know, you the companies with all the money are the boring companies. You know, I mean, that's I'm looking for a good Doritos commercial. Well, I'm okay. Looking for a good, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, a Snickers commercial where someone that isn't someone that you take to, you know, it's got to be funny. But what I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to mm-hmm, is the halftime show for the first time who's in a long halftime? time. You don't know who's doing halftime? Wait, wait, oh, wait, J-Lo, it's in right? Miami. Is no, it J-Lo? Let's, let's get it straight. It's J Lo and. Shakira. Oh, see, I'm, I'm more excited about Shakira than J-Lo. <laughs> well, I think it's a tie Hips for don't me. Hips still lie. Hips still lie. <laughs> so it's going to be J-Lo, and I think Ja Rule might be, uh, you Murder. know. Come on, You know, man. it's her hit. What's love? <laughs> got to do. Got to do. I don't know, then, but it doesn't have to do with Ja Rule. And then also um, oh, Shakira, because she's doing Hips Don't Lie, you're probably going to, uh, Wyclef John is supposed to be That's a fine. show. Uh, Wyclef so, got some ca- cachet. He's, and uh, Pitbull, of course, is Miami. He got, ca- he got cachet. He I'm ja looking Rule. forward to it. I don't think there's a, and it just might be my little bias. You sure, you sure Ja Rule can make it? You sure he's not on an off-island festival I don't know somewhere? He, I don't know if he was 
confirmed. <laughs> you, I know. You sure, you sure he's not he's not funding an off island festival? Somewhere? Yeah. What else is <laughs> uh, he ain't got? He needs to make some money some kind of way. Right. But come on, man. You got hey, those two I love, beautiful I love, ladies. I love all the other ones. I heard Beyonce might make an appearance just because Jay Z's helping with the halftime show. You mean you mean Miss Miss Sean Carter? Oh man, she got enough cachet. Not he's Miss Beyonce. You know. <laughs> you know why he, she has the cachet, right? Cause she married Jay Z. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, she got nah, it. you nah, know about nah. that. I don't believe she would it, not but, have been Lemonade but, without oh, Jay Z. Okay, uh, all uh, the attitudes and opinions of that last comment <laughs> are strictly. She got crazy fans, dude. Don't set us up for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not saying I don't disagree with We're you. We're gonna get attacked wink, by wink. bees. Nod, nod, nod. Uh, I completely disagree. Wink, wink. With everything that that man just said, all the opinions. Anyway, are going Niners. To be- Niners uh, I think the Niners are gonna win. You know, and uh, um, some fans you don't mess with. The Beehive, the Swifties. <laughs> They come, they come with a, a deep, deep, deep. Like they will oh, attack your man. personal. I just told I'll, everybody where you work. I, okay, now you're gonna cool, start cool. all this. I'm gonna check my car before I, before I turn it on tonight. You know. <laughs> Once I mean? again, you guys, thank you guys. Oh, no, we got look, a look few more minutes. My, the, the Googles are like, yep, you better oh, check. Your... <laughs> Independent and local is a music program featuring local unsigned <laughs> artists and bands. The show also includes uh, moments of brief interviews man. with expert experts. This is the word I was trying to say. In scientific and artistic communities, tune in for independent and local with DJ Sam Hawk live Mondays from four to five p.m. and replay times on February uh, Friday. We got a few more minutes, you guys. So thank you. I'll just go ahead and end with uh, It's So Hard again. Thank you. This is Sports Focus Recap. We are here every single Tuesday, 5 to 6 p.m. and replay time. Happy Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl, the next day is like the most called day out for sick. Mm-hmm. This should be a national holiday. I agree. Let's just make that happen. President's, make it make it make it a President's Day or something. Why not? Let's move it. You oh, know, make it a President's right. Day to kill two birds with one we, stone. We combined we combined Washington and Abe Lincoln's birthday to call, call it President's Day. Why not just separate it back again? Don't get me started about the month of February, Black History Month. Uh, <laughs> not this year. Twenty nine days this year. Yo, yeah, they give us one. You got that extra. You got that extra day every four years. Every Black, two years. Then we get that. Know. Then we have to share it with Lincoln, Valentine's <laughs> Day, all the other days. You guys. Super Bowl. <laughs> thank you guys. We'll see y'all next week.
and I'll take 